What tabletop RPGer doesn't love dice? I do, and I'm sure you do too. So if you are looking to begin a dice collection, or let's be honest, add to yours, check out Dice Envy. Go through the link in our show notes, and you will be able to find many, many sets of beautiful dice of all different kinds and sizes. When you use the link in our show notes to go to the Dice Envy site, not only will you be able to shop their entire collection and catalog of various dice sets, but you will also help support this show because a small portion comes our way, which we will then immediately roll back into making this show better for you. So check them out, diceenvy.com, or better still, go to them through the link in our show notes. Hey stackers, do you feel like your games are bland and lacking in atmosphere? Well, fear not, because if you go to BattleBards.com, you can access a whole host of sound effects and background music that can really spice up your games. BattleBards.com offers a Prime subscription, and if you use our stack code STACK, you can get a 20% discount on this subscription. If you are a Prime member, you have access to a soundboard and editing tools, and the ability to stream sounds. This can be useful for adding like a dragon's roar to a final boss encounter or maybe some ambient tavern music for when your players are at the local inn taking a rest. Check it out at BattleBards.com. Follow a band of intrepid friends as they seek to understand the world changing around them and as they work together to face a growing evil. Enter a world of adventure and mystery in Bardalon. Previously on Stack of Dice. There's a hooting sort of laughter, and two very tall figures. They appear to be wearing animal skins. And you notice also that there's a light jangling sound because several crystals have been strung to their skins. They're wearing almost like wolf-like or hyena-like skin coverings over their heads but underneath their teeth appear to be sharp and crooked. The two figures are undeterred in their charge toward you and they actually close the gap. They both rush toward Womberbash. As they come careening toward you, you see one more figure come up over the top and he's dragging behind a long series of chains and he's, he's walking with his head down and his shoulders hunched and he just looks massive. The, these guys are tall and, and muscular, but this guy, is pretty rocky looking. And in fact, there's a reddish glow around his eyes as he comes over. This thing is looking really battered. He snarls viciously at you. Blood is dripping down his face. One of his eyes has been hit to the point where it's it's actually blood red. 43 points of damage. Whoa! <laughs> there is a resounding crack. <laughs> As the energy slams into him and he goes somersaulting backwards and disappears over the crest. <laughs> you hear a plump in the sand somewhere off in the distance. I'm going to dart forward and I'm going to start searching his body. Okay. You run over the crest mm-hmm. of the dune. Is he dead? He's a black figure on the otherwise white sand. You hear him cough as you approach. 
good news. <laughs> All right, as I skid down the the backside of the sand dune and get to him, I hear that cough. I'm gonna kick him over so he's onto his back and rip the helmet off of him uh, and stare down into his face. When he sees you, he smiles. <laughs> we did your town. And then he spits a bloody wad of phlegm off to the side. And you'll get yours soon. And she is literally like drooling, heaving. Because I'm, I'm not in a rage anymore, but I'm just super angry. Yeah. As you ripped off the helmet, mm-hmm. you can see that his face is a little bit elongated. It registers just before you bring your axe down. The mouth and nose have begun to lengthen and the teeth are definitely sharp. He's still very much human, but uh, there are effects of something going on. You bring the axe down and he twitches once and then goes still and his blood begins to seep into the sand. Hello stackers and welcome back to another episode of Stack of Dice. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at stackodice or catch us by email at stack.o.dice at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you through any of those means. Please do look us up and interact with us. We'd love to hear from you. What are you up to with your fantasy gaming? And what do you think of our show? We'd love to hear from you that way. As I said, thank you for joining us around the table as we continue our ongoing 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure. I'm Rhett the DM, and with me is... Meredith as Tira Ironstag. Michael as Wamberbash Benson Mum. And Catherine as Farron. And before we get rolling, I have a couple things. First of all, Catherine has a nice new pile of dice in front of her. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so I bought these from Dice Envy. Woohoo! And they're actually really cool. They're called Brass Knuckles. Perfect. And they're metal dice. Um, they have really nice hard edges. And the weight's really good. Uh-huh. Um, like, I really do like the weight. Um, before, I think I had, like, just the resin Yeah, the, the dice. acrylic dice, right. Um, and so I'm real excited to use them because I hope that I will roll higher yeah. this time with these Dice Envy dice. I like these especially because... In addition to the the nice brassy finish on it, there's a neat textured face on each side of the dice, and it's yeah. it's yeah the numbers are very readable. Yeah, much yeah. more yeah much more really readable. Really clear, which I need because yeah I got like uh, what are these called progressive lenses? My <laughs> 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 eyesight's oh. not that good. All right, and I have something else to share. Hmm. Got a nice package in the mail. Uh, a few weeks ago, we had a review from one of our listeners. Actually, Michael read it. It was from, he, he says it's pronounced Corbin 80. Uh, it's spelled E-T-E-G-H-Y, so we pronounced it Edigy. But Oopsie. Corbin 80, turns out Sorry. he is a young adult author. Uh, he's, uh, I think he's in high school himself. Really? But he wrote a book. He's got it published, and he sent us a copy of it. What? Wow. Mm. It's called A Hero's Beginning, and apparently it's part of a series. I haven't read any of it yet, Corbin, but I'm going to be reading it soon. And he inscribed something in the front for us. Uh, uh, Actually, let's roll for it. Okay. (laughs) Michael and Meredith, (laughs) Uh, because it's addressed to the original. (laughs) (laughs) Meredith, it is. Meredith gets to read it. (laughs) To warm my dice up. Yeah. (laughs) The book is beautiful, by the way. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. This is the coolest thing. All right, it says two stack of dice. 
Tira Ironstag, Womberbash Bensonmum, Peter Greyhawk, and Rhett the DM. I hope you enjoy this story as much as I have enjoyed your adventures in Vardalon. Sincerely, Corbin Pragel. That's awesome. Yeah, that's so, so neat. sweet. I love it. Yeah. So if you are looking for something to read, stackers, check out Corbin Pragel's book, A Hero's Beginning, and support a young author. I think that was just a really neat thing. And hopefully, uh, hopefully Corbin will be able to help spread the word about your book. I feel very under-accomplished at the moment. (laughs) (laughs) You're the rookie. Well, that I mean, here's a high school kid who has a published work of fiction. That's awesome. All right. So with all that, who's ready to tell a story? Me. Me. (laughs) Just laughing because Kevin's always like, me. And then she's like, I mean, me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We left off with Tira standing over a... Fallen enemy. I'll say. <laughs> Farron and Womberbash standing on the other side of the dune. And I guess I'll let you all interact. I have a question. Yeah, what's up? What's up? <laughs> Did I shrink down yet? Oh, you're still a giant, right. Yeah, and by the way, to answer your no, question. No, you're not. You're not. That's right, because you shifted. You did sudden shift. Right. That's right. Okay, good. I'm, I'm back, that I'm back enormous I am naked. Of course. Again. <laughs> all right, right. I, I think, think I think that's a given from now on. <laughs> <laughs> you're just nude all the time. Actually, uh, you're not a full wizard, yet, so you don't have access to all the spells. Um, but you know, maybe if somebody invented a spell that's illusionary clothing, <laughs> just do that. So yeah. you can actually be naked and look like you have clothes on all the time. <laughs> I just got to get the Hulk's stretchy pants, and then I'll be good to go. <laughs> what was your question, though? If I. Was, was, still was still giant. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. like, that was your question. Okay, got it. Womberbash and Farron, you are standing there on your side of the dune. Um, Tira is still standing over the body of that big boss and just kind of coming down from the rage. I imagine arms out, axe, and just heaving. <sighs> really, really angry. Okay. Womberbash is going to go collect his clothes. I just want to just mention real quick. So what I've done with my tunic since the last time I ripped it apart was I've actually cut it at the shoulders and the sides. So they're basically two halves and they're held together by leather straps. So when I do grow or whatever, it basically snaps the the straps so my tunic is still intact and doesn't rip. Gotcha. (laughs) turned your outfit into tearaway. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Velcro hasn't been invented yet. Uh, But yeah, so I will um, grab my belongings and... Maybe time around my waist or something. Okay, gotcha. Farron, a lot has happened in the last few minutes of combat. Things that you only ever heard about in Tales. How is Farron feeling about that? No, I I mean, I just wanted to say, you're going to probably cut this out, but I like how you're always trying to help me figure out what I'm going to say. If that's too much, I'd... No, 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 it's good because I'm not good at that. I don't do feelings. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, you know, whatever. I'm looking at, at, at Tira and looking at our enemy lying down before her. And I'm, I am feeling uncertain, but I'm still, like, hot on the inside because of all of the rage and anger that I had during the battle. I'm just amazed at myself because all these things that I've done... I didn't do a whole lot of damage, but I like having fire come out of my hands was something I'd never done before. And just 
I'm just trying, I'm just starting now to realize that that even happened because in the heat of the battle, it's like, it just happened. Um, just like a intuitive thing. Yeah. So I'm just realizing, uh, that was me. Yeah. And you're seeing evidence of the abilities that both you and Wamberbash used. There are scorch marks on the sand. There's a, a place where your energy beam missed and there's, it's turned into glass. Yeah. 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 The sand. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's, there's marks on the surface of the dune where you are that show this really happened. You do hear panting sounds from the other side of the dune. And I guess from what you said earlier, Farron, you have actually climbed to the top of the dune and you're looking down at Tira. Yeah, oh, no, I was just thinking, I, I thought I remembered the last time that they had come to the top to witness me going. Hmm, okay. But they hadn't joined me down there. Right. They were just looking down. Hey, Jared, are, are you and your guys okay? I think we're okay. One of them got wounded. He, you see one of the fellow hunters with his arm. He, he's grabbing his arm. But other than that, they all seem to be okay. I think we would not have stood up against that very well at all. Are these the people that attacked the village? Yes. Well, I... I Came out here to hunt, but I, I think I think that mood is over. I, I'm gonna you you want help bringing this guy back to the back to the fort? Yes, I, I think that would be a good idea. Was I able to overhear that, or am I too far away? You can hear it. Sound travels very well in the desert, especially at night. There's nothing to block it really. So yeah, you're hearing all of this. All right. Well, then at hearing Jarrett respond that yes, these are the ones that they have been looking for out here who came from the attack on Arden, Tira's head is just going to, like... Because I'm, I'm imagining my, my back is to them yeah. on the dune. I can see your shoulders stiffen yes. and your head turn and quickly. Turn quickly to the side and I'm looking back over and will make my way up there as soon as I hear them move. Tira, are you okay? She's just going to disregard the question. What did you say, Jarrett? What did you say? These were some of the ones that attacked our village. She's going to look back down at the one that she has just vanquished and then turn around. Let's get back to the fort. We need to talk. Farron, you all right? Um, I could be better, but let's just get back to the I mean, are you hurt? I got 34 <laughs> health points. Yeah, I'm pretty hurt. Um... Basically, what I mean is, do you need help getting back, or? No, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Try, I'm trying to be smooth operator. Yeah, that's right. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so just get back to the fortress. <laughs> Let me just put my arm around. Don't talk. <laughs> just listen. <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> that's right where the cut is. <laughs> Jarrett and his band of hunters work together. They are careful in handling the bodies because of all the crystals that are tied to the skins. Apparently they've seen enough to know that these are not something to play with. And so they use their spears, the, the wooden end of the spears to shift the skins aside in order to get to the bodies inside. And they carry the bodies between them, two people per body. In fact, that leaves Jarrett trying to carry a body by himself. Why are they taking the bodies back? That's what you said, right? Yeah, I thought we were. He was saying, oh, I think "Let's he help went, take this one guy that's yeah. injured." Oh, he's injured. One of his okay. friends that yep. was injured. Yeah. Yep, yep. They are all very confused. <laughs> they understood something different. Don't, don't touch those bodies. That's what are nasty. You, doing? Yeah. you are unclean. You must remain outside the fort for seven days. 
They come sliding down the side of the dune also to stand around this fallen body. After some finagling, they manage to work the skins off without touching the crystals. They leave the the skins just kind of lying there on the sand. In fact, one of them starts to actually put sand over the top of it. Yeah, I'm thinking, how wise is it to leave these starstone-encrusted things out here? They don't want anything to do with them, is the sense you get. They have had enough of this stuff. Hmm. Do we know that they're starstones? I'm gonna say. Or is that your assumption? I'm, I'm gonna say they are. Obviously, the DM yeah. has to ultimately tell us what they are, but yeah. I think they probably are. He hasn't said as much, but that's kind of the because of the effect. Yeah, because of the effect that they're having on these people. There's one way to find out. If I touch it, probably maybe I'll start throwing up. <laughs> maybe <laughs> like I think I did that one time. Yeah. No, I was going to suggest that uh, that we would be like, well, we can't just leave these laying around out here. Okay. So Tira, seeing them kicking sand over it, wait, wait, stop. What are you doing? Why are you doing that? We can't take these with us. Well, we can't leave them out here. Do you have any idea how dangerous those things are? Yeah, and I don't want it with us. But we don't want anyone else to pick them up either. Well, you do with them as you will. This Let's is one, them, of, the, this is one of the hunters, yeah. Right. And then we'll, we'll carry them and maybe we'll um, chuck them in the water or yeah, something. Yeah, we can, can we them. store them in the fortress? Okay, yeah, I, I needed to ask you a question. There are things in the fortress. Obviously, I asked about people before, and you're like, you have a bunch of jelly in your hand. <laughs> shrunk down. But I mean, if things are in the fortress, they uh, don't shrink down with it? The ladders, everything that is th- that the description says will shrink down with it. Anything else, I'm going to say, no, you can't use it as a bag of holding. You can't decide to dump all your stuff into it and have that carry a cube in your pocket. Well, then can we use the fortress to squash all the crystals and make it into <gasps> dust and then put them into the ocean? <laughs> That's not a bad idea, actually. I'm like, wow, that was actually kind of smart. <laughs> that is pretty dope. I think she gets an inspiration. No joke. <laughs> that was a good idea. We have to remember that at least for Norse battle. Hey, um, what about my bag? Can they fit in my bag? That brown bag. That's well, like a bag of holding the, almost, when you right? you the brown bag, an animal it's pops not, out. It's is it not like not Mary bag. Poppins' bag? It it's, just has the triple? <laughs> it's not a bag of holding. Oh, okay. It's no a, one has a bag of holding. <laughs> it's a regular bag that just happens to contain magical things. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I'll take one turned inside out because there were three. Three sets of skins. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I'll take some, turn them inside out, and I'll, I'll carry yeah. that while I, I'm going to head back to the fort. Okay. As you strip the bodies, you realize if the face was deformed, the bodies are even more so. You're seeing twisted, swollen joints. You're seeing patches of coarse fur growing underneath, obviously animal fur, not just like chest hair. (laughs) (laughs) Dudes are hairy. Yeah. And even uh, places where it looks like the skin had split and rehealed. So whatever happened to these guys, it was pretty intense. And it seems to have happened over a very short period of time. I'm going to carry one of those skins Inside out, back to the fortress as well. Okay, each of you has a yeah, set of skins. Yeah, we each have yeah. one of those, yeah. And then Jarrett and his band are helping each other back. You make your way the half mile across the sand. I'll say, Farron, you're probably a little bit slower because of your wounds. But you manage to get back in about 15 minutes. That's moving at a, a decent speed with everything that you're doing. And we left some people there at the oh, fort, yeah, too. Oh, absolutely. So Most of the crew is yeah, yeah. inside. And then Jarrett and his band. You get inside and go for it. Uh, I'm going to lay my stuff down there. I'm going to um, go off into a corner and put some leather straps on my outfit so I can keep it on. And uh, I think I'm going to start a fire. 
But what time is it, do you think? Let me ask you this. In your mind, is the floor part of the tower or does it just sit on top of whatever this is? Yeah, it's part of the tower. I think it's all encompassing. That makes sense to me. That's what I'm thinking too. Just wanted to be sure. All right. What were you saying? Um, What about what time is it? Is it evening? By now, it's By now, yeah, it's about nine or 10 at night. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Suggest I'm hungry, so I'm gonna suggest we get some some rations from the ship. I didn't want to use it while we were hunting, but we've got it, so we might as well eat because I'm I'm starving. You got three fresh kills out there on the sand. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was gonna say we got some like werewolf goodies. (laughs) Yeah, I just pretty much want to eat and then rest because uh, I need a long rest. Uh, we're At least not going one. to bed until we talk about what's happened here. Okay, okay. <laughs> She's like, you know, like, well, time for dinner and the you bed can stop down. me. Like, Hello. Actually, you can stop my me up. as I try to uh, curl yeah. up in the corner. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey! Wake up now. <laughs> Get over here. The fire is crackling. The crew had already brought some food into the tower from the ship, and so there's stuff laid out, and some of it has been heated over the fire as you settle down and so forth. Tira is in no mood to eat. She's, and there is so much going on in my head right now. And so while they're, I, I imagine that while they're kind of sitting down and, and tucking in, I'm just like pacing in a semicircle back and forth behind them. Being like, you know, cause I have, I have stuff to tell them that Jarrett, cause they haven't heard it yet. By the time I got out there, we were under attack. So she is just like restlessly pacing while they're trying to eat. I can't believe you guys are sitting down eating at a time like this. Do you realize what has happened? Tira, what, what, what's wrong? What's on your mind? Oh, I forgot. I didn't even get a chance to tell you. While you guys were out and Jarrett and I went upstairs uh, to talk, he told me that my father actually survived the attack on Arden. He's not dead. In well, fact, that's good. It is, but... N- we didn't go there. We need to go back. We need to go there. They're in trouble still. I mean, clearly they're still under attack from these people. And, and my father is hurt and something is wrong. And, and this, this, the, the village is still in danger. We need to head back up there. Also, what is happening to these people? How can you sit and eat at a time like this? I'm Wamberbash. <laughs> in case you forgot. Uh, well, so here's the deal. Remember, when I first uh, got my powers, when I used it, I would just pass out because it would use up like a lot of my energy. Well, I just grew to a huge size as well. I am starving, and I'll probably pass out here shortly. So I'm going to – that was meta. I'm yeah, coming yeah. back now. <laughs> um, are, are you meaning to leave tonight then? Should we, should we just p- get on the ship and start heading back there now? Yes. Yes, if we can. All right, let me hurry up and finish up my food. <sighs> I grab some food to go. (laughs) (laughs) Get a little box. Montague, who is there at near the fire and listening from, I can see there's like maybe little benches along the walls or something. And he's sitting there listening to the conversation. It will still be another few hours before the ship is ready to go. That's right. It's got to rest. Yeah. We need to go now. And she's like half on the point of running out the door and just like hoofing it. Hey, where's her where, where's her pan that she hit people with? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to uh <laughs> Tira, it'll be all right. We can't go anywhere right now. Well, it's easy for you to say it's not your father. Uh, you can't go anywhere. Just take some time, relax, get some food. <laughs> she's about to go into a rage right now. <laughs> relax. Get some food. You need to replenish yourself. <sighs> 
She's going to stomp upstairs. Up the ladder. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting it's a ladder and not stairs. <laughs> and she breaks yeah. all of the rungs as she goes. <laughs> Do you want it to be stairs in this tower, Michael? Yeah, they're stairs. Okay. They're, stairs. <laughs> they're stone stair, or, or I'm sorry, tight. Ti- Titanium? titanium? Yeah, titanium. Yeah. No, tungsten. 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 Yeah, tungsten. Oh, that's right. Even yeah. better. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to, she's just going to s- storm up the stairs and go back up to the top and is like looking out in the direction of Arden. Gotcha. As, as if by looking hard enough, I could see yeah. what's going on there. <laughs> yeah. You know? You like to imagine, Tira, as you're standing atop the tower, looking over the battlements, that you can see the twinkle of lights. There's no way you possibly could. Right, right, right. But to your searching eyes, that's mm-hmm. what it seems like. Mm-hmm. Michael? Uh, Captain, uh, you said it was a couple hours. Is that like two or three or hours? <laughs> if we rush things, we might be able to be done in two. Okay. Um, I think given uh, Tira's mood, uh, you should probably go ahead and tell the crew to start getting things ready to go. So as soon as the ship is ready, we can just take off maybe. I'm going to sleep for two hours here real quick. Okay. You'll get the effects of a short rest. Okay. Do with that what you Doesn't will. Really Obviously, you're going to be on board the ship. For the, yeah. And, you, and it's t- how many days away are we from? Walking three. So by ship one day? Yeah. Okay, so we'll still get a long rest. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> you and your long rests. <laughs> That's all you, you play for. <laughs> Everybody's working for the long rest. <laughs> I thought everybody was working for the weekend. Same thing. That's what I was getting at. (laughs) We need to write a new song. Exactly. (laughs) All right. You are resting. There's kind of a gentle murmur throughout the tower as people settle down. There there is some activity as crew members are starting to shuttle things back on board the ship. And after about two and a half hours, so we'll split the difference here. The captain taps you on the shoulder, Womberbash. All things are ready. Okay. Where's Tira? I don't know. Okay, I uh, tell you what, once you guys get everything going, I'll go up and get Tira, and then I'll, uh, I'll take the fort. You climb the stairs and find yourself atop the tower, and there is Tira, stock still, staring northward. Hey, Tira, the ship is ready to go. We've packed everything up. All we got to do is just get on the ship now. Oh, great. Perfect. Let's go. Let's go. And I'm just going to run right past him. She clatters down the stairs, and I see Womberbash ambling along behind her. <laughs> And I had left with the crew. Right, great. And as I step out, I look at the fortress and I say, Dimanua! Dimanua! This is not working! <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? It is Dimanua. The fortress shrinks. There's a little flash of light. And then there's a little tungsten tower sitting on the sand. So what? cute. Yeah. <laughs> what did we decide to do with the skins? With the, are they on the ship now? They're inside the. They're inside the thing. They are well, now crushed okay. inside the floor. So we didn't examine them. Or As I pick it up, I don't right. tip it; otherwise, dust will fall out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me do my thing here. Okay. Yeah. Everything works as expected, and you are ready to go. You get on board the ship, Womberbash. You are the last one on board. As you are helped up onto the deck, the captain from the quarter deck gives a, or I'm sorry, from the poop deck gives a quick shout. There's a shudder throughout the frame of the ship and the airship lifts gently off the ground. If you were standing below it, you would see the accumulated sand from several hours of resting there cascading down the sides as it lifts into the air. And very soon you are up 
higher than you were. You moved to the 100 to 200 foot height, and the cool desert air blows through your hair. So it's roughly around midnight? Yes. Okay. Yeah, shortly after. All right, Tira is still just restless with energy and is basically up at the very front of the ship staring straight at it as if, you know, I just want to be the first one there. Yep. Wamrabash goes to his quarters. <laughs> Great. Farron gets and understands how Tira is reacting, and she knows the best thing to do is to just leave her be. Yeah. So I also go to, to my room. Farron and Wamberbash, the two of you, within seconds of hitting your beds, you're out because yes. the, the gentle thrum of the engines and that, that quiet nighttime feel make you realize how dog-tired you are. And Tira, you're feeling all the effects of everything. I'm feeling it. I'm just ignoring it. Exactly. You're fighting it off. I can see you maybe even sitting there cross-legged on the, mm-hmm. at the prow, mm-hmm. gritting your mm-hmm. teeth and shaking your head through the night. You continue to press north and west, and then at about 6.30 or 7 in the morning, the first light begins to crest over the eastern mountains, and there below you, you can see what's beginning to look like familiar terrain. How much farther? How much, how much further until we're there? How much longer will it take? I'm shouting back to the... Yeah. Any, anybody, any crew people within sight. We're making all the speed we can... Can you give me an estimate? By midday? <sighs> She's just frustrated because she knows it won't do her any good to get off this ship. She wouldn't get there any faster. How fast does the ship go? You know, we've talked about this. I mentioned it in the episode where you were handed over the airship. Oh, yeah. It was you know, 15 knots? Or yeah, like it's that? not fast. It's not fast, but it's faster than if you were on foot, especially dealing with terrain. Why do you think that you can go faster if you use some one of your I can't. Effects? I can't. Oh. Uh, we've never established how fast I go flying. We um, have. Oh, we did? Sort of. The spell effect gives you, I don't know if it's written there or if it's in the, in the player's handbook, but the fly spell gives you. Oh, equal to my walking speed. Okay. Mm. Except you just wouldn't be dealing with terrain. That's kind of slow. Can I, like, erase all this damage off of my yes. player sheet now? <laughs> yeah, now that you've had the long rest, yes. uh, all hit points restored, spell slots restored, any any special abilities that you use that are a daily thing, that's all restored. I mean, does that count for me? I was just yeah. saying I wasn't. Oh, oh uh, she it's, didn't sleep. So mm-hmm. sleep is not the requirement. It's oh, okay. low-level activity. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Great. I was assuming I was just going to, I mean, that was one reason why I didn't bother with going to bed because I thought I haven't taken that much damage and that's all, I mean, I don't have spell slots to restore. I mean, if you I, thought, would, I thought I'm fine. For the sake of the game, we can say maybe that you take one level of exhaustion because you chose not to sleep. Okay. Uh, what does that mean? Yeah, that's, I've never seen mm. that before. Yeah, it's a thing. It's more for people who really want to play hardcore. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. For instance, if you sleep, if you take a long rest in your armor, you're supposed to take a level of exhaustion because it's wow. like it's like you're not getting comfortable rest. You're just you're not getting hmm. REM sleep. That's right. Some special abilities and environmental hazards like starvation and long-term effects of freezing or scorching temperatures can lead to a special condition called exhaustion. It's in 6 levels. An effect can give a creature one or more levels of exhaustion as specified in the effects description. Level 1, you have disadvantage on ability checks. Okay. Level 2, your speed is halved. Level 3, disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. 
Level four, your hit point maximum is halved. Good night. Level five, your speed is reduced to zero, and level six is death. (laughs) Well, you're pretty exhausted. You will die if you don't sleep long enough. If an already exhausted creature suffers another effect that causes exhaustion, its current level of exhaustion increases by the amount specified in the effects description and so on. You know, they're All right. finishing a long rest reduces a creature's exhaustion level by one, provided you've mm. also had some food and drink. All right, so I'm just going to make note. Well, he's got food and drink, baby. I tried to advise her, but she ran off like a spoiled kid. Hey, yeah. you're, you're, hey. like, you're like she didn't <laughs> cleave you with her eyes. Yeah, no kidding, girl. <laughs> Careful. Wait, that wasn't fair and- that was just me talking off on the side. <laughs> Don't come beat me up now. No. That, you said that was disadvantage on ability checks. Ability checks. Yep. Wamberbash, you actually awaken at the first touch of light on you. Nice. Time for food. Yeah. I'm going to eat. I imagine you strolling out onto deck with both hands with something in them and your mouth full. Double fisting. Yeah, that's right. And you see Tira sitting stock still again. I walk the other direction. Okay. <laughs> As you walk, Wamberbash, where are you walking? Down the center line of the ship or along the railing? Along the railing. Okay. You glance down as you're walking the railing, and you're hit with a sudden wave of nostalgia. You see a road, a dirt road, coming up from the south. And there's a little bend where there's a low stone wall and a tree growing next to the stone wall. And suddenly you are transported back to a moment in your childhood. The road twists down, bearing gently to the right, then taking a hard turn to the left, where a low stone wall puts a silent barrier between travelers on the road and the single gray tree. The branches bear leaves tinged with yellow and red, and it leans to the north, probably because of the strong winds that blow through the valley here. If you were down there, you would know the patterns of the stone wall, and you find yourself remembering. Step carefully up here, it's quite uneven. The warm voice guides you as you look down from the great height of the wall. A brown-eyed man smiles at you as he holds your hand to help your balance. Perhaps emboldened by his guiding hand, you step into the cool shade thrown by the tree and then impulsively yell, Catch me! With a giggle, you hurl yourself into space where the man's arms spread to keep you safe and then hug you close. Now, Wamberbash being who he is, I'm going to take one of my hands and stuff the rest of my food that's in my one hand into my mouth, so like my mouth is completely full, and put that hand on the side rail and lean over, and that's and I'm, I'm, I'm get that flash of memory at that point. I that's think. right. Uh, and then afterward, my chewing slows, and I'm just going to stare off into to the horizon or whatever, just trying to contemplate what I just remembered, basically. Because I haven't had any memories like these for, I, 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 didn't, I don't have any of this in my mind. Yeah. The airship drifts on. About how far away is that from the... From Arden? Yeah, from Arden. You don't really know. Okay, okay. Things happened when you were quite young, and you had no sense of anything any okay. relation then and again your time was spent in griphook forest so you were oblivious to this geography but you do begin to see more and more little details that pick at your mind you see a well and then the ruins of a house down below after another 10 to 15 minutes of airtime and you remember this was once a stately place not palatial but undeniably snug 
Even from this height, the dilapidated structure shows that it was built of field stone, and here and there, rotting and charred timbers protrude from moldering piles. The orchard that was in the backyard has grown wild, but the smell of fermenting apples seems to drift up to your nose. Another memory. It's hidden here somewhere. Keep looking. You've done a good job of looking around the orchard's edges. Now you just need to look between the trees. You feel nervous about creeping between the twisted trunks of the apple trees as though you'll get lost. The man's voice is a comfort to you, however, as you hear... You're getting warmer, Ash. It's in there. You can never go wrong in the trees. And then you're reliving. (laughs) Sorry. You're reliving some final moments. Down amongst the crumbling mortar and fallen stone. There was once a room. And in your mind, you can see yourself standing in the corner as the struggle between your father and an iron-masked figure rages in front of you. Your father tries to shield you, wrestling over a shining stone until it shatters, blasting through your father and into you. His strained voice manages to croak, Ash, you need to run. He isn't dead. You're not safe here. Get, Get out of here. Remember the trees. Go where it's safe. You'll be able to hide in the forest. He presses something into your hand, and you go stumbling out into the night, the last words ringing in your ears. I'm going to spend seven side points, and I'm going to jump off the ship. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to um, grow wings, and uh, I'm going to basically glide all the way down to that, 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 those ruins, basically. Okay, please tell me he made some kind of noise that would cause Tira to turn around. Like, does his wings coming out make noise? There's other crew on deck. Yeah, I'm sure someone saw something, yeah, but, yeah. They're, but they're like, what? Yeah. I mean, so you, maybe okay, someone yeah. could say. Here, here we go. Here we hey, go. Hey, where'd you go, man? Here we go. <laughs> there is a startled cry from one of the crew members. And Tira, that jars you out of your reverie. Yeah. So I'm assuming I turn around just in time to see him sailing over the edge. And so I jump up from where I, from where I was sitting and run back to just that point and lean as far over as if I was going to catch him. Bash! You see him spiraling downward. Where are you going? Stop the ship! Can we can we stop in midair? Sure. Like, with, stay, stay up, but not move, right? The captain gives the all stop. The airship comes to a, a juddering stop and then just hovers in place. All right, is there any ropes? There's the rope ladder. I, I want to, like... Grab a rope Repel. And, and yeah, just hop off. There are ropes. He begins to give commands to lower the ship because you were cruising at about 200 feet okay. and ropes are usually 50. <laughs> 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 so uh, unless you want to drop 150 feet, which no, is... <laughs> no, I no, he, he gives a command and the ship begins to lower while you're getting the rope fastened yeah. and everything. Once he gives the all clear, you're over the side. Yeah, over the side. And... I mean, without regard to the rope burning her hands, she's literally just going to slide down. We're not going to be like, do, 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 do. I mean, she's just like, as fast as she can get down there without tearing all the skin off her hands. Okay. Uh, I am going to take some damage for that. Okay. Uh, Five points of damage. Your hands are, hmm, that's going to be interesting. Warm. (laughs) (laughs) I now can cast fire hands. (laughs) 
Theron, you've also awakened. While in my room waking, I I feel the change in the ship, you know, the pulling and the yeah, stopping. Yeah, and the, absolutely. So I go up to the top deck uh, just basically as Tira's going over. And I just walk, I, I mean, not walk, but I run over to the side of what, you know, what is, what's going on? They explain the situation to you quickly. He just jumped and then wings sprouted out of his back. It was, I've never seen anything like it. And then she went over the side and. Everybody's gone crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's mass hysteria. Yeah. So is it, uh, is the ship close enough to the ground now that I can go yes. over as well? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go over as well and just follow them. Okay. I'm, I'm guessing a little more carefully. Yeah. I mean, I'm not off the hinge or anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just want to be there to support them. Yeah. Womber Bash, you are by far the first to, to set down. You set down, I'm going to say about 50 feet away from the crumbling corner of the orchard. I am going to uh, walk up and I'm going to put my hand on one of the trees and I'm going to look at the orchard and the, the apples, um, looking at the, the wild orchard. And then I'm going to turn and look at the, the house or the rubble, and I'm going to walk over to the house, and, and I'm going to touch that too. For whatever reason, I need to have some type of a tactile connection just to know that it's real. Yeah. And um, the memories are flooding back. Yeah, I think, I think I take a deep breath, and some smells trigger something, and my eyes start to water, right? So then I'm going to go over to uh, what maybe was the, the entrance of the house, and I'm going to walk in, and I'm going to look around, but then I... I lower myself onto my knees to try to get the picture of maybe being smaller and and to familiarize myself with what I'm looking at. Perfect. And good. Tira, you see him, you're still sliding down when you see him go into the, the crumbling ruins. And as you step into the orchard, you see him drop to his knees. All right, so up to this point, she has been moving quickly, you know, tying rope, jumping over the side, running up to where he is. When she gets to the point where she sees him go down to his knees, she's going to pull up short a little bit and stand for just a second and then move a, more slowly up behind him. Kind of uh, even just just the proximity to home. And at this point, I'm... I think she's going to kind of assume this must be a place he remembers or that it has some kind of appeal for him, obviously, for him to just flip over the edge of the ship and head down here. So not knowing anything about the memories has, that has just flooded him or what this place might be, it's obvious it's something to him. Yeah. So I'm going to approach a little more slowly and going to kind of master herself for his sake. Yeah. And Farron, you're not far behind her. And so you see her charge in and then just suddenly skid to a stop and then start taking baby steps forward. Yeah, I don't know what to make of it. And I, I, I assumed when I saw it, the situation that they were kind of both after something or both knowingly going sure. towards something. So I approached Tira and, and asked her, what is it? What's wrong? Shh, shh, shh. And so having kind of Stop Farron in her question. I'm going to continue forward until I am not n right next to him, but just like just off his back shoulder, I guess. Yeah. 
And I'm going to get down on my knees too and just kind of watch him and wait. I'll say, Wamberbash, that you feel all this going on behind you, but it's up to you whether or not you react to it. Yeah, I'm not. Um, I think I'm going to sit there and let me be clear. I'm not crying, but the water is flowing from my eyes, right? So uh, I'm going to put my hand on on the floor and I'm going to slowly stand up and I'm going to make my way over to the room. I'm going to stop at the doorway or at least the entrance of the room. Do I see anything in this room? Is Are there skeletal remains? Are there, you know what I mean? Is, is my father's bones still here or what I'm thinking is my father? There are no visible bones. Okay. But there's a strong presence in the room. I'm going to take one step into the room. And I'm going to stare at the floor and I'm going to look around and I'm going to try to piece together the memory that flashed into my head with the areas of the room. And then I'm going to walk to where I remember seeing my father talking to me. And then I'm going to get onto my knees there. And then I realize that that's even too, 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 too tall. So I'm going to sit all the way down on, on the floor. And I'm just going to stare at the point trying to see his face and tell me that, like, in real life. <laughs> Question. When Tira knelt down next to Wamberbash, were they outside of the house or inside? He was just inside. Yeah, was like, she just was inside. just outside. And then she shuffled up behind him. Okay. When, when Tira, sh- you know, shushed me, Sorry about that. But no, it's fine. It's fine. I, I just recognize it as a sign that I'm not going to, you know, go any further. I just kind of hang out the house. So if Tira follows him inside, I'm not going to go inside. As you get down on the floor for this perspective, Wamberbash, you do see a finger. It seems to be clad in metal, like it was part of a, a gauntlet or something like that. And it's just lying there on the floor. Rust has long since taken over the metal, but there is this remnant of whatever happened here. Why didn't I remember this? Why am I only remembering this now? I haven't talked to you in a while. This is my home, right? This is, this is where we last saw each other. What happened? Can you tell me more about what happened? I'm gonna dig into my little side pouch here and I'm gonna pull out a silver spoon I remember this. I remember you gave this to me before you told me to run. I ran out of the house as fast as I could. I ran into the woods. I I can't remember anything else after that. Why did this happen? Why did this happen to us? Something's changed. Is that you? 
Or is that someone else? My father's still alive. My father is within me. We'll see about that. What? First of all, what you mean, what? You ain't even, are you I know, that's, that's me, that's me. <laughs> um, he, Wombrabesh is going to stand up. He's going to put the spoon back into his pouch. He's going to look at the, um, the uh, finger from the gauntlet. He's going to kick it. It clatters and, satisfactorily against the, the rubble. And I'm going to look up. At, are, is Tira at the doorway? Or where, where is she? I have been sort of slowly edging forward since you got up and moved off. So that by the time we get to this, I, I'm going to be right at the door. I don't think I've heard anything that you said. I like just get there in time to see you kick the finger. The uh, sadness that overcame me for a brief moment is gone. Uh, but if, obviously the, the tears are still on my face. And I'm going to look at Tira. This is my home. This is, this is where I lived before I went to the forest. I remember. I remember some things. When I saw it from the ship, I got some memories back. I'm done here, though. I, I, think, it's, I think it's time for us to leave. Wait, wait. You remembered some things. What have you remembered? I remember living here. I remember my father, and I remember the moments before my father died, and he told me to run, and he gave me my spoon. He told you to run. Is that how you is that how you ended up in the forest, do you think? Yes. The, those those areas are a little fuzzy, but I think there are two people in me, inside of me. I don't understand. I think I think my father's in me and I think something else is in me. You've heard me talking before yes. to no one, but it's it's what I thought was my dad, but now I know that it's, it's not, I don't think it's my dad. I think it's something else. I think it's someone else. From what he said, I talked to my dad just now. I don't know if he's here or I don't know if he's inside of me, but I know that my, the spirit of my dad is still here. But there's something else. I have to, I have to leave. I have to get out of this place. So I'm just going to walk out, not run, but walk mm-hmm, sternly mm-hmm, out and mm-hmm. out. And I'm going to, uh, Get on the ladder and just head head back on the You're ship. Just gonna fly up. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Maybe I'll just as soon as I get out of the entrance of the house or what's left of it, I'm just gonna bat my my wings and just head up to the mm-hmm. to the ship. Okay. Great. Tira is just stunned, but at the same time, feeling like all of this is pointing to it having it, it having been a good idea for them to come this way, and so. At the same time that she's kind of confused and what? Right alongside that is, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just kind of like, you make, get it. That make, make, yeah. make sense? Of course. Yeah. And so uh, just going to follow back after him. I can't fly up. Yeah, but the crew has dropped the rope ladder. Okay. And so you're able to get up on, on board the ship again. All right. As I'm coming back out the house to where Farron is, um, I, <laughs> You must have the weirdest look on your face. Like, what is I'm going on? I'm just hanging out outside. Yeah. Chewing on an apple. <laughs> you know those things are Chewing rotten, some right? some wheatgrass out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So when I come out and see her still standing there, I'll explain later. Let's just get back to the ship right now. 
I'm going to be standing on the rails, like facing the ruins, just looking at it. Uh, I, I think I'm just going to stay there for a little bit. Yeah, I almost imagine you trying to soak every last detail in so you can replay it moment after moment. And I think that's where we're going to end this episode. Yeah. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it. I wanted to I wanted to um to have a bash heavy episode. I was thinking of that because I don't know if it was the last episode or the two before, it was very Tira heavy. Yeah. And so uh yeah, I thought hey, it's a bash episode. Yeah, and some fun things revealed. I think Meredith caught some things. <laughs> I did. As you're talking, I thought, <gasps> so because before when he whenever he was talking to nobody, yeah. it was always very hostile. It was all like, Will you leave me alone? And why are you bringing that up now? And it was always very angry. So we're like, oh, he and his dad like didn't get along. And then we had these memories of them like, come on, buddy, jump down, I'll catch you. <laughs> I'm like, something doesn't quite jive there. So then when he was there in the room having his little conversation, and I'm thinking, that was probably the bad dude all that time that was like picking at him and saying mean things. And then he gets here where his dad's prison. <laughs> I think you caught something else. I forget what it was now. Oh no. Hang on. Did you catch it? Well, I mean, when he you know pressed the thing into his hand, told him to run, that was clearly the spoon. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And what you. <laughs> You're getting warmer, Ash. I mean, her new little nickname for him and stuff, but getting warmer. What was he looking for? You're getting warmer, Ash. Warmer, <gasps> Warmer, Ash. That's where my name came from. <laughs> That's you made up your- No, yeah. I didn't catch that at all. Yeah. So, yeah, what I wanted was your name isn't all that odd after all. It's just that because you were so young when you fled and those were words that stuck with you, warmer, Ash became warmer, Bash yeah. over time. <sighs> Now, whether or not you choose to acknowledge that. No, that's that, dope. I like that. I like that. Uh, that's up to you. Where but did the Benson Mum come from? Yeah, well, no, that, I Benson Mum was cool. Benson Mum. Oh, that was her last yeah, name? Yeah, Okay, got it. Oh, I thought he was Ash Ketchum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I had a lot of fun putting it together, and hopefully- oh, man, I love that. That was, that was cool. Hopefully it was enjoyable for yeah. everyone, including go our go stockers. Go take an inspiration point for Thank that. Thank you. <laughs> Ding. Okay. He'll use it, though. That's true. <laughs> oh, I will use it. All right, let's talk experience points. Yes. Everyone take three. Ooh. Oh, does that put you at, yeah. at 10? Oh, we're going to do two cool. character level up episodes. <laughs> Great. Congratulations, Thanks. Meredith. We'll, we'll rejoice in your character creation or in your character level up episode. I mean, but what is it now? Like, she can just look at people and they die? <laughs> she mean, like, what? Has burning eyes. <laughs> she has this gauntlet with stones in it. Yeah, yeah. She's just like, I'm inevitable. <laughs> there you go. That's a great name, Tira the Inevitable. Uh, <laughs> that That's what your legends. Storm of yeah, Steel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Anyway, so we all have uh, three. Yeah, and I do want to award Farron for her idea of getting yes. rid of the star stones yeah. yes. or the crystals. Mm-hmm. Why don't you take another three for that? Hey, thanks. You have successfully disposed of it. Next time you open the tower, there's going to be this poof of dust. Yeah. And guess who's cleaning it up? I guess Fair who's right. inhaling it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's inside me. Is there a room somewhere? <laughs> All right. Any other nominations? Uh, psh, Bash over here needs some serious yeah. extra points for the role playing. Why don't you take five? For sure. Yeah. Big Wumber Bash backstory here. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you all enjoyed it. I, I was hoping it would be a, a success. Anything else? 
I want to nominate Tira for the role play because, you know, she didn't even rest or anything. She was just so dead focused on getting I, back. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I second that because I was uneasy. I'm like, I don't know what to do. You could see it like Wombrabash was kind of avoiding Tira at that yeah. point because I was like, <laughs> look, I'm not going to like it didn't feel like the team at that point when she mm-hmm. was like just crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, also at the risk of you know, her exhaustion point, anything. She was just didn't care because she was playing her character. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, perfect. Why don't you take another two for that, Tira? Anything else? Nope. Okay, great. Let's get that recap. All right. Tira is three points into level 10. Hey, congratulations. Wamberbash is 16 points into level 10. <laughs> wow. Farron is 68 points into level nine. Wonderful. Okay. Good progress, everyone. Thank you, Stackers, for joining us. We hope you enjoyed a little more revelation of the backstory of one of our characters this evening. As always, we have fun telling this story together. I continue to marvel at just how much I love this story and the characters in it. And I want to thank Meredith and Michael and Catherine and Thane for their role in helping to bring this story to life. So thank you all for being a part of this. If you haven't yet taken a moment to rate and review us on iTunes, we'd appreciate that. You can find us easily. Takes just a moment to let us know what you think of the show. And as you do so, you're also going to let the world know just what a great time you're having with it. And maybe some new folks will come along and listen to it as well. We want to thank you and we'll see you here again next time at Stack of Dice. Um, Tira is still just sort of standing. <laughs> Let me back that up. <laughs> and that is why we have pop screens. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's actually still spittle diggling. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's dripping from the screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>